0: and he doesn't understand medicine, he he should not be in a position like he's in. Most of those guys up there on the top are just total administrative people and they don't know anything about what's going on at the bottom. You know, those guys have got an agenda, which is not what we would like them to have, being that we pay for them to take care of our health. They've got a personal kind of agenda, they make up their own rules as they go. They change them when they want to, and they smugly, Like Tony Fauci, does not mind going on television in front of the people that pay his salary and lie directly into the camera. You can't expect the sheep to really respect the best and the brightest. They don't know the difference, really. I mean, I, I like humans. Don't don't get me wrong. But basically, there is a there is a there is a vast the vast majority of them do not possess the the ability to judge. Who is and who isn't a really good scientist? I mean, that's the problem. That's the main problem, actually, with science, I'd say, in this century, because science is being judged by people. Funding is being done by people who don't understand it. Okay, who do we trust? Fauci. Fauci doesn't know enough to, you know. If Fauci wants to get on television with somebody who knows a little bit about this stuff and debate him, he could easily do it, because he's been asked. I mean, I've had a lot of people... President of the University of South Carolina asked you if he'd come down there and debate me on the stage in front of the student body, because I wanted somebody who was from the other side to come down there and balance my. because I felt like, well, these guys can listen to me, but I need to have somebody else down here that's going to tell me the other side. But you didn't want to do it.
1: Well, there you have it. That was the inventor of the PCR test, Carrie Mullis, uh, speaking before his death on August 7th, uh, 2019. He died of pneumonia, he was only 74, some people think it's suspicious. Uh, He didn't much like Anthony Fauci professionally, Uh, said he didn't know anything about medicine and didn't know anything about electron microsity. I think that's how you pronounce it. So that was uh, Carrie, an interview, a very rare one from uh, Carrie Mullis, inventor of PCR. Coming up, we're going to be speaking with John McClone from Kentucky in the United States of America. John is a retired U.S. Navy navigator. Um, John believes in the geocentric model of the earth. Um, He is a Bible-believing Christian, and he is a preacher. Uh, He preaches in the open air with... um, a, a, a group of other uh, American preachers. SOPA is the organisation that's Street and Open Open Air Preaching Association, I believe. And um, there was a meeting just at the late last month in May, and that was held in Virginia. So we'll be hearing from John McClone in just a few moments. Well, I've um, I've lost a few subscribers since having you on talking about the flat Earth. I think we've oh, gone I think boy. we've gone bonkers, so that's good. we've got really sought the sheep from the goats, people that want to um hear the truth and uh people that actually believe the Bible and not just pretend pretend just hold a Bible, just look at a Bible, but the words just go right over the head. I was one of those people mm-hmm. you know i'd 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 say, well, it must mean something else. I look at the Bible from an unbelieving point of view, and yet I called myself a Christian, you know. Mm-hmm. The whole thing, and I, and I had other friends as well. You know, the Bible says that God, you know, basically the Bible shows us that he, that the the earth is six thousand years old. Well, you know, people on earth are six thousand years, and yet, you know, mm-hmm. we'd 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 believe this that it doesn't really mean what it says. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> yeah, we believe the virgin birth. Yeah, I mean that's pretty weird, isn't it? Don't you think right. that's a that's actually pretty bizarre <laughs> that a virgin could conceive and bear a child. But that's what happened. That's, that's what we believe.
2: Fantastic story, isn't it? Yeah. It is what we mm. believe. And we do it by faith.
1: Yeah. The so,
2: homosexual manifesto by Michael Swift, the gay revolutionary reprinted from the congressional record of the United States Congress first printed in the Gay Community News February 15th to the 21st, 1987 and was implemented by the entropic U.S. Supreme Court in 2015. We shall sodomize your sons, emblems of your feeble masculinity, of your shallow dreams and vulgar lies. We shall seduce them in your schools, in your dormitories, in your gymnasiums, in your locker rooms, in your sports arenas, in your seminaries, in your youth groups, in your movie theater bathrooms, in your army bunkhouses, in your truck stops, in your all-male clubs, in your houses of Congress, Wherever men are with men together, your sons shall become our minions and do our bidding. They shall be recast to our image. They shall come to—they uh, shall come to crave and adore us. Women, you cry for freedom. You say you are no longer satisfied with men. They make you unhappy. We connoisseurs of the masculine face, the masculine physique, shall take your men from you. Then, and it's just so sickening. I can't keep reading it, but. It goes on and on and on and on and uh, actually what has happened to America in the feminizing of America uh, is just what they've said in this manifesto from 1987 and it goes back to the 60s, you know, Mm -hmm. and the 70s when the sexual revolutions were happening and and uh, married men were committing adultery and women were committing married women were committing adultery um, No satisfaction, of course, in in this gay revolutionary, uh, mentions that. And so the Bible mentions it, too, that uh, the wicked are never satisfied. And so if you'll sodomize somebody, you'll do violence to another person that way, whether it's a male or a female, then you'll do anything. I mean, there's no holds barred, and there's no... Eventually, all the, the boundaries will be evaporated, and you'll be doing what they're doing today, uh, promoting cross-transgenderism, uh, and uh, then into pedophilia, bestiality, you know, orgies, uh, polymarriages, and all, all kinds of uh, weird things that they're doing now. So it should not surprise us at all. And the, I think the goal is, and it's part of the elite agenda, we're always talking about these, these oligarchs that are running this place. Which is simply the primary puppets of the devil, and <clears throat> these uh, weird oligarchs—they're wanting a, a transhumanism. Uh, they want neither male nor female. They just want little human bots that will do what they want. Period. Yeah, just do what they want. Yeah. And so uh, the problem right now is that we're not—we're not that way. You know, we're—we're we're independent. Uh, you know, for the most part, we have independent thought, and so influenced heavily by mainstream media and and different forces that are, you know, spiritual and carnal forces that are effect on, on humankind. Mm. And the only thing that will set you free from that is is the new birth and the Holy Spirit yeah. to give you a sound mind. And and yet all the world looks at you like you've lost your mind. Mm. And uh, so that but that shouldn't surprise us. Mm.
1: That's right. So. The world looks at us like we are odd. Yeah. They think that good is bad and bad is good. Secularism.
2: Right now, I, yeah, I meant to ask you uh, when the other day when you told me the tragic news about your hard drive getting burned up. Yeah. Did that have uh, our earlier shows on that or did you get that uploaded to... Um,
1: they're uploaded, the but there's. It, I've probably got uh, two or three... Uh, shows that that okay. didn't go up there because I moved um, them onto this drive so that I could find them easily instead mm-hmm. of on the on the automatic download that that's part of Zoom. It was a real yeah. a bit disappointing. Yeah. But I'm gonna hold on to that estate drive because um, you know the things get cheaper don't they and eventually. And I've got a lot of stuff on there mm-hmm. I need so I'll hold on to it and see if I can get someone to look at it later on. If right. the Lord Tarries. Yeah. Yes. Tragic. Any second. Uh,
2: yeah, I was thinking about the the whole idea uh, as far as Christians being odd to the world that mm. we would you know we read through Joel two, I think, on one of the shows. Yeah, and uh, talked about uh, you know we're aliens in this world, but when we return with Christ, whatever your end time view is. Mm. Uh, Uh, We believe the heavenly hosts uh, could be angels. It could be angels and the saints of God. Uh, It certainly is Christ returning at the seventh trump. And that fantastic imagery as, uh, and and I've had this vision, brother. I don't know if I shared with you on the other show or not. Yeah,
1: like lava. It's a
2: vision repeatedly, like lava. We're being poured out of heaven. We're following our king, and Mm -hmm. he goes before us. Mm -hmm unlike other generals and other kings who hang in the back and let mm. all the you know the privates and the corporals they get all the the you know, slaughters done up front instead of the king leading the charge and winning the battle so to speak mm. you know and directing the forces from the front instead of the back where yeah. carnal armies work yeah you know so it's very very just astounding amazing stuff you know when you read in the new testament where jesus is coming into the upper room when the disciples are all cowering in fear after his death and burial, and now he's resurrected, he's walking—at least apparently—because it says they're in a locked room. But he doesn't come through the door; he just mm. appears to them. Yeah. That he has physicality. He tells Thomas, "Well, touch me here, touch me there. Mm. Do you now believe?" <laughs> mm. Not a ghost. <laughs> of course, uh, doubting mm. Thomas now believes. It, right? Not mm. a ghost. He's a real physical manifestation, even after his death.
1: And I like what he and says, so that Thomas. Physical
2: manifestation.
1: I like what thomas says he says my lord and my god he says to my jesus i right. knew he was god
2: that's right that's right mm. that's a really good point yeah and uh so he his body is now able to do things that he couldn't do when he was on earth as a man for his death burial and resurrection mm. and likewise the bible tells us we will be like him so yeah. With that in mind, we will be able to leap across the mountains, like Joel 2 explains. hmm. If you fall upon a sword, it will not harm us. We won't be wounded. We'll be able to climb walls. You know, I think it makes me think of parkour. Those guys that, it's pretty amazing. (laughs) You know what parkour is, eh? No. You guys have park? Yeah, parkour is a, I think it comes out of France. I can't remember what the word means. But these guys will leap and jump across buildings and climb and
1: They are it, incredible. Very athletes.
2: acrobatic and gymnastic, yeah. uh, ath- very athletic, brother. Right? Yeah. Amazing unreal. stuff that they have to practice and do. It, it is unreal. Yeah. But that's nothing compared to what the armies of the Lord will be able to do. Mm. Uh, not breaking ranks, that was another part, right? So Moving as one. So, um, yeah, and we're, we're moving as one. Uh, our ranks will not be broken. And mm. behind us is uh, desolation as we move across the face of the earth. Mm knows I I how to throw that in across the face of the earth. Yeah. That, uh, not the ball of the earth. Be behind the would right, be behind the armories of the Lord. So, yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. Praise God. So if it's got a face, it's got to have a back and a side. <laughs> you know, think right. with a face. But then they'd say, oh, well, you could say the face of the of a ball. Has it got a face? No, right. uh, I don't sure, think so. It's not really that. how you... No, you couldn't. That'd be silly. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, you could say gravity will hold uh, innumerable cubic tonnage. You know, I can't even name the the number of tonnage of water on the face of the earth or on the ball of the earth. But yet the butterfly can't hold a
1: butterfly ball. down.
2: Can't hold a butterfly <laughs> down. Can't hold a good butterfly down. That's right.
1: That's right.
2: I, I was thinking about this uh, uh, the other day, uh, about our chats, that uh, I wonder what my accent sounds like to most of your listeners.
1: Yeah, pretty good. Well, no, I like all the different accents, right? um, American accents.
2: Yeah, I do too.
1: I like them all. Mm-hmm. Pretty clear. What what I've noticed about Americans is you. most of you are really good at being able to express yourselves, put your thoughts out. Mm-hmm. We struggle a bit in that area. New Zealand probably just not enough good schooling Uh, have
2: you you ever visited the states
1: I have I went to California I found them very friendly they go how you doing yeah very friendly and I I came back to New Zealand I thought we've got no business being unfriendly you know we don't say hello to people on the street that we don't know they say hello to strangers walking the other way we don't do it Mm -hmm. and I thought you know we've got they have got 35 million people living in the state of California at the time when I was there in two thousand and two, um, and I came back to New Zealand, and people just wouldn't—they wouldn't—you know—down where the boats are, and that where you've sort of people are interested in yachting and walking along marina or something, a okay. uh, pier, and they wouldn't say hi to you; they just walk right past you. Uh, and I, uh, that's what I loved about California back then.
2: Well, and and that is something that COVID has really affected. Has friendliness it? of the people, because uh. you don't see half their face, or you know, it is really so you don't know that they're not smiling and a friend of mine posted a meme she said you know now I, I know that the only time that i need to smile is when i squint my eyes so i squint my eyes i'm not really smiling behind the mask but people think i'm smiling when i squint my eyes oh. <laughs> so you i know, tried it it's just mask wearing it's but the you moniker. squint your eyes and yeah you squint your eyes and then people think you're smiling, so they, they'll squint their <laughs> eyes back at you and, and you suppose they're smiling too.
1: Oh, man, we've got to get <laughs> rid of all that mask wearing rubbish, isn't it? It's got to go. We've got to yes. just make a stand right. say no, oh, we're not doing that brother. rubbish.
2: That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Amen.
1: Yeah, so I, mean... I,
2: I had found a great, uh, a great document mm-hmm. uh, regarding the inefficiency of the mask to do its job. And uh, then the publication that put it out just retracted it. No. Nice. They all do the that.
1: Like it. Fauci said yeah. it was useless. They, all these top guys at the very beginning said it's just wasting your money wearing a mask. And then all of a sudden it was like they got orders from on high. No, no, we've got, we, we need them wearing masks. Then we can tell who's the We're compliant ones masks. and who isn't.
0: People should not be walking around with masks. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying inside there? Of course, of course. But when you think masks, you should think of healthcare providers needing them and people who are ill. I just want to reiterate the message, and some of you may have heard the interview that Kim Hill did with uh, virologist Chris Smith from Cambridge University. He was very clear on this. Uh, You can use a face mask if you like, but it is
1: not really any protection, and the Staples of preventing infection are the ones that are there for influenza and other respiratory uh, viruses. Frequent hand washing, good social etiquette, and uh, or social isolation, and good cough and sneeze etiquette.
2: You can't refute the size of the uh, you know the uh, the size of the viruses in nanometers, and the size the size of the thread distance is in micrometers. So we're talking about a, a millionth versus a billionth of a meter. That's a huge difference, brother. <laughs> you know, yeah. huge difference. And so the virus is so small, uh, you don't have to cough or sneeze to get stuff out of it. You just breathe out of it, and the stuff flows all all out. You know, if you have the if you have this uh, make believe COVID virus, right?
3: I'm and that leads into it.
2: the PCR test, which you were you sent me a link about the PCR test and the inventor thereof. Mm. And uh, part of your intro was was relating to that, right? So that's right. That yeah. PCR test that I think I had shared with you, maybe it was somebody else, but the test that they've been offering for free, of course. Mm. I went to talk to one of the big bosses, and I said, "Well, you know, I was wondering about the the test. Uh, is there a liquid on the Q-tip that you put in your nose?" He said, "Oh, yes, there is." I said, "Oh, okay." I said, "Where is it from?" He so well, I don't know about that. Let me check on it for you. He said comes back a couple days later it's from china i thought so so here we have a uh a bioweapon possibility
3: absolutely
2: this is back last year i I was thinking this here the chinese have us so snookered that we're willing to infect ourselves at our own expense our own tax money to buy this trash from them and then insert it into ourselves that's how dumb we are yeah can be discouraging but uh, i we look beyond this place amen that's really the
1: Mm.
2: the good news my wife was just saying it today how discouraging how falling apart this place is and she's looking for a place that's not falling apart it has a good ruler and a good king oh Mm. brother psalm 2 let me let me read it for you real quick Mm -hmm. i'm sure you know the passage but psalm 2 talking about the kings of the earth eh?
1: All the kings of the
2: earth are in agreement. Right. Uh, I'll just read from the top, if you don't mind. Why did the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. He that sitteth in the heaven shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree the Lord has said unto me, thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance and in the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession." Thou shalt break them with a rod of iron. Thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Be wise now, therefore, O ye kings. Be instructed, ye judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the sun, lest he be angry and you perish from the way. When his wrath is kindled but a little, blessed are all they that put their trust in him. I think about all Brilliant. these wicked judges, all these wicked kings. Uh, the Supreme Court judges we were just, you know, alluding to that, how they in 2015, they kowtowed to the homosexual communistic agenda of normalizing homosexual relations in our country and in our in our citizenry, in our culture, so that now there, there's legally no stopping it. You know, we have become neo-Sodom and Gomorrah.
1: You say one thing against them, the fire. Yeah, man, you're in trouble. Oh, yeah, you're done. You're done. Mm. That's right. They shut you down. And, That's what uh, they sh- they shut you down oh, you're yeah. like street preaching in in, um, in New Zealand. You say one thing about the homosexuals, and they'll shut you down. Mm. Hate speech. Wow. Even wow. though there's no law for hate, yeah. speech. hate speech. They'll still right. shut you down. They just ride roughshod over our laws.
2: Mm-hmm. That's right.
1: Threaten to arrest you?
2: Oh, yeah. They will. And... Uh, they sure will i'm thankful for the uh the street preachers that i mean there's guys have been 50 years preaching out there and uh putting up with all kinds of since the 60s you know the lord started raising up these preachers since the 50s and 60s and dealing with our culture just a few of them brother but but you know like david and goliath right so they've been this david has been battling the the forces of evil and the Inf- wicked influences in our country and yours too I'm sure but yeah so we're very thankful yeah. to have them that went before us and established you know good uh, good laws but you know those laws are being overthrown even as we speak so hmm. it's uh it seemed like just an, er- an erosive battle you know you're always being eroded and uh,
1: yeah there's no the lid up until we go home. Is there right. We can't. We You're can't allowed. stop and go after the movies and watch a picture or something. We're we're in the, we're in enemy territory, <laughs> yeah, and the, we right, don't. In the thick uh, of it. Yeah, and there's no R and R until we get home, after the mission. Amen. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
1: Got to remind myself of that.
2: Endure there.
1: Right. Door. Endure. Endure,
2: uh, hi, Bobby. How you doing, buddy?
1: Oh, hey, my grandson. I'm, I'm sorry, just looking at a head. pig. Yeah. There's a pig, a wild pig, just run across. I'm just going to get my gun out and have a have a look through the scope. Can yeah, you hold on a second? Go go yeah, sure, go get it. Uh, are you,
2: he was, he was a oh, you wow. a to shoot him?
1: Great, big, huge pig. Big, a big yeah, Captain no, Cooker. Probably. Oh, it's too far away. It's about four hundred meters away. But oh, it just wow. went back into the bush. A- but it just ran right across from one bush, went right across the hill on the other side of the valley. It was a big pig, too. Sure. That's good to know.
2: Big pig.
1: <laughs> That's, good <laughs> That's good to know. That's good to know. have got I some piggies. A,
2: a lot of bacon. Yeah, yeah.
1: A lot of bacon. Oh, we to eat, are we allowed is. to eat bacon, brother? Oh, it's we unclean, are. isn't it? It is. Yeah. Can we eat with Thanksgiving? Why I, not? I
2: can't.
1: I do all the time. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I love
2: Sources, it. Bacon. Pork chops, <laughs> sitting on top of the uh, the tanner's house. Who was that?
1: Tanners. Yes. Well, they kill animals, those tanners. Don't they? They, they get the, the hides. Oh, yeah,
2: and- he, there's no way. He, he, uh, Simon the tanner. Um, hmm, Peter and Simon, Acts 9, 43. and verse 10, he became very hungry, would have eaten, but while they made ready, he fell into a trance saw heaven opened, a certain vessel descending unto him, and it had been a great sheet knit at the four corners, let down to the earth, wherein were all manner of four-footed beasts of the earth, and wild beasts, creeping things, and fowls of the air. came a voice to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice spake unto him again the second time, What God hath cleansed? shall not call common or unclean Mm -hmm. this was done three times thrice and the vessel was received up into heaven now while peter doubted in himself what this vision which he had should uh seen should mean behold the men which were sent from cornelius made inquiry for simon's house and stood before the gate so this when they came to get peter to take him back to cornelius the centurion and see that uh see that that whole household was saved in Joppa, I believe. But uh, anyway, anyway. So the uh, the point is that the the sheet was let down with all manner of four footed beasts. So at least we can say the four footed beasts, and the flying animals, they were cleansed uh, by this. Now this <clears> is a a shadow of a breakthrough for the Jews to allow the Gentiles to come in. Mm. Uh, to has it a
1: double meaning, didn't it? That vision.
2: It has a double entendre for sure, mm. and and it really important for people to realize that many places in the Bible you'll see archetypes, you know, shadows of things to come. You know, the Lamb, the Passover Lamb, would show up as the Messiah. You know, mm. and uh, here we see him, in, in the Lamb of God, slain in in the book of Revelation. Um there for all to see i mean I, i'm just trying to imagine what that sight would look like in heaven and uh <clears throat> anyway so it it should give us all pause to to really be careful how we uh, condemn brothers for their interpretation of whatever passages they're looking at and thinking about praying about mm. and we have so much of that going on in, in the christian faith worldwide you know so much biting and devouring and instead of just trying to ask questions and and seek understanding and knowledge and and uh, you know we have to be careful that you know knowledge does puff up mm-hmm. but god wants you know jesus said love god with your mind so it's not that we shouldn't use our mind you know it's just we have to be humble in the way we do it and very careful if we think a brother is an error to uh not to ignore it like most christians do oh well I love the brother, so I hey, won't say hey, anything. Hey, the pig. No, that, that's
1: the pig's come one. back. <laughs>
2: get him. Go get him. He's real close. Get him.
1: He's come down the hill. Go and he just, him, he just disappeared. He just he disappeared. He's come right down the hill, unless it's another pig. But he's come a long way. And now he's just ducked in behind. I'd have to go. I'd have to leave this broadcast and go out. And that's fine. You, I can't you get, get him I mean, honey. Uh, I haven't got the right rifle to get him. I'll have to oh, wait. You know. hmm. Sorry. <clears throat> Carry on. Well, Big black there. one. Big black pig and this is a dog I don't imagine it would be a dog well the
2: dogs run different
1: yeah no it looks like a pig to me
3: yeah
2: Uh I don't know unless the pigs in in New Zealand look way different than the ones here wild (laughs) pigs do have a different look
1: but yeah and he's got short legs dogs have longer legs yeah oh yeah (laughs) Wow, man! What if it's the same pig?
3: Mm.
2: So I really, I really Sorry. enjoy. Uh, <laughs> you ever had? No, you're fine. Have uh, you ever had jowl meat? Pig jowl?
1: No. What's well, that?
2: Yeah, pig jowl. Well, it's the bacon uh, on the jowls of, on the jaw of the pig. Jaws of the pig. There's this big fatty area, and it looks like bacon. Has a little bit different taste to but it, man, it's good. Hmm. Yeah. good Jowl. How do you spell it? And do you yeah, J O W L?
1: Oh.
2: How do you all have a uh a breakfast meat called Scrapple?
1: Uh, have I haven't Scrapple. I haven't heard of it, but Lisa would have, my friend Lisa, she's from New Jersey, so she'll know.
2: Oh yeah, she would definitely know. Mm-hmm. So Scrapple is like a, something the Amish or Mennonites uh, put together. And you know, I'll send you a link to it here. Uh, really, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> let me describe it to you, okay? Yep. So Scrapple is basically the scraps of the pig, the stuff that doesn't get typically used. It's not pork chops. It's It could be a hog jowl. It could be some bacon in there, some other leftover pieces that you're you're cleaning up the different cuts with right but it also typically will include the head right everything but the oink and the tail so the oink. everything gets cleaned the heart ho- the hocks the, the everything gets cleansed and then put into a big pot and slow boiled for a couple three hours till the meat's falling off the bones ah. okay, everywhere it's hard to get meat off the carcass they boil this okay yeah Eyeballs, brains, everything. Okay. Now, some people are so brave to take and cleanse the innards. Okay.
1: hmm Cleanse it and uh, mm-hmm. the yeah,
2: they cleanse the it. With, uh, well, they cleanse it with water first, but then mm-hmm. they'll they'll cleanse it with uh, with vinegar and salt, and you know, do that repeatedly, and chop it up and add it to the scrapple.
1: So it's like a sausage. So they dish. get
2: this kind of yeah, they get mm. this uh, soup stuff going on, right? Yeah, with this boil down of all this different uh, scraps of the the pig, and then uh, towards the end of the uh, boiling process, add the seasonings, and then they'll throw in cornmeal. Okay, till it gets mm. to like a real thick pudding, real thick pudding. Mm-hmm. Okay, and turn the heat off. Now you pour it into these uh, uh, baking pans, like a loaf pan, maybe like a meatloaf i don't know if you guys have meatloaf pans down there or not but yeah uh like a bread loaf pan so something like that yeah and then you refrigerate it and it hardens up okay so the cornmeal and the fats and the meat that's in there the seasoning all hardens up and they freeze that okay i'm going to send you a link to some of it right now
1: it's pretty big yeah, in Pennsylvania, isn't it? it? That sort of thing. Sort of a Dutch oh, thing, huge,
2: isn't it? In, huge in Pennsylvania, yeah. Mm. Here's a Haberset Scrapple, one pound. Give me a guess what you think that would cost.
1: One pound just of a it. Yes, brother.
2: One pound of it. Process. It's not much. <laughs>
1: What's it's that, that, that much? about 250 right. grams a pound, 300 grams, if that?
2: Oh, I don't know. 16 ounces, if that <sighs> helps you. I don't know the other <sighs> the metric. I don't know very well. I should learn that. Did,
1: did you just Especially send it through, did control. you? Did so you just send it um, as I a did message? Not throw, send it through. Oh, that's I right. I have not. Yeah.
2: No, that's okay. I gotta bring Facebook. Keep back it to yourself
1: then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You Get rid of the communist manifesto. We them. don't need that anymore. Uh-uh. Uh uh. Uh the Homo's manifesto, yeah. didn't we? Mm-hmm.
2: We did do that one.
3: Yeah.
2: All right, here we go. Here's the there you go. It is twenty nine dollars for one pound.
3: Wow, wow, that's a lot.
2: That's a lot, isn't it? Now, now, scrapple has never been very highly. It's a scrap meat. It's yeah, like, it's just rubbish. You take this, okay? You take this frozen uh, rectangle out of the freezer. You thaw it a little bit, and you cut it. You flour it and fry it in pig grease. Man, it's good. It is so good. My father used to make this for me as a kid, so some emotions to you know, and the daddy-son emotions <laughs> yeah. attached to that memory, yeah. but uh, yeah, so I, I've always loved Scrapple, and now it's like, it's just crazy, the prices they, they put on especially post-COVID. Uh, Pre-COVID, is was about $15 a pound, so how many, uh, in your measurement, uh, a pound is how much? One pound. So... Ha, almost a half a kilo,
1: is it? Is That right? One pound, half a kilo. Oh, uh, point four,
2: point four five. Oh kilos.
1: yeah, that'd be about right. About five hundred okay. g- grams. Yeah, that'd be about right.
2: Five hundred grams. Yeah. Four hundred fifty-three grams.
1: Yep, sounds good. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, I, I remember we had uh, what was it? Uh, I'm thinking twenty-eight grams and a and an ounce. That right? No, that can't. I be don't right. know. I'm. I'm,
1: I'm not, not familiar with ounces and pound. pounds anymore.
2: Yeah, I bet not. So yeah, anyway, okay, we're we're not since 1967. On the
1: in, <laughs> we changed in 1967 <laughs> to from British pounds to decimal. Gotcha. Mm.
2: And that that system makes so much more sense. You know, it does. It's easier. But we're hard headed here.
1: So <laughs> i know i watch these builders on youtube and they're going that'll be uh that's uh 43 and three-fifths of an inch and i'm thinking oh, i'll just take off uh, such an... I just <laughs> wow that's really hard to do i could never do it i wouldn't even know how to put it into Sorry. a calculator <laughs> he just does it in his head ah uh, right yeah amazing where wonder where that pig's gone. You're going to
2: be wondering about that pig, are I reckon you? it's more than one now, pig. What kind, of, what kind of rifle do you have?
1: Ah, I haven't got one. I've just put him for my license. I've, um, oh. I gave up shooting oh. about um, 30 years ago. I was 26, and I gave up shooting oh. over 30 oh, years wow. ago. Uh, yeah, I used to shoot ducks in, in, in small game, you know, 22. I had a three zero. 308, 303 shotgun, but I just sort of gave up. I got married and gave it up, and um, yep. but I want one again now because I'm on this hundred acres, so and sure. we've got some yeah. we've got some game running around. running around. Yeah, yeah, we're
2: gonna teach you how to make scrapple. <laughs> so um, you, you think about it now, swine, swine. Sixty percent of the swine, typically the way they they cut it here in the states, anyway, you you're only getting sixty percent of the meat off the carcass. So the the Amish will take the other thirty five percent, you know, or whatever you know they can, huh. and use all of it. I mean, they will use every bit of it. Amazing. So it's very uh, makes sense, you know. And in, in, uh, in the colonial days, in the in the slave days, we would uh, not we they would uh, Americans is what I mean. American slave owners would give mm. their awful. You you know the term awful awful o f f a l mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, the awful awful A <laughs> W F U L. The awful awful. They would yeah. give that to the slaves and the slaves would clean it up and, and make uh you know chitlins and ch- chitlins and greens, you know, which is a very uh southern dish and very uh in the black community especially, but even even white folks eat eat greens, colored greens and, and chitlins, chitterlings, also known as cleansed and chopped awful. Ugh. You know all that stuff stinks. It does stink when you first start, for sure. Ugh. You definitely cannot make chitterlings and eat chitterlings the same day.
1: <laughs> no. You have to no. make
2: chitterlings and freeze oh. it, and come back a month or so later when you've forgotten maybe <laughs>
1: forgotten the taste. Like. I, I don't even like. I've I sort of gone off lamb after looking after you know looking after lambs because they got such mm-hmm. a sheep got pretty strong smell. I mean cows have too, but. The smell of a sheep, I don't really like it, and um, I like the landland smell of the wool, but the rest yeah. of the sheep I don't really like the smell of it, and then when you go and have some lamb after you've been looking after them, lambing going through the right. lambing season, uh, just to put right. me off, put me off lamb,
2: yeah, yeah, right, well, it's those bucks you know they they're awful smelly, especially you know the, the oh, those things, yeah, the rams yeah they they are very musky
1: creatures, you know. Well, they the kind
2: of like men, I guess. But
1: <laughs> when the shearer does them, men. like we had a couple of rams, and he he puts a, a sort of like a like a, a wool sack over the top of the bulk of the wool, the ewes, and then shears the the rams last and keeps it separate because he said it smells too strong. I Wonder where my piggy's gone. I've never seen a pig on the land here before. I reckon it was more than one, because that other one was right. way up the top, and it was too quick for it to get, get down the bottom there so quick. I mean, it, uh, right. I I I bet you that was more than one pig. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Sorry about that, going on about the pigs. Oh boy. No? Yeah, you're fine. Scrapple and chitlin. No problem. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are we yeah. doing? We're talking about uh, this homosexual agenda. Talking about Fauci. Oh, Fauci. Wow, yeah. yeah, that Gary Mullins, the guy that invented the PCR test, we, we talked about that. Did we talk about that on the recording? <coughs> don't know if we did. Really? Um, yeah, we he didn't really like Fauci. Hmm? Apparently. Yeah,
2: he a lot you people don't
1: like Fauci. He didn't like Fauci, and that was well before COVID, and um, he said that uh, he didn't know much about medicine like so many of them that are high up in these health departments, they don't really right. know what's going on with the body. Um, right. And he said yeah, Feng was a liar, of, uh, a, a, a liar and a fraud. A liar and a fraud. That was uh, Gary, yep. M- Gary Mullins. And he died in August, August 7th in 2019, just five months before the first case of COVID-19 came out. Some people think that was suspicious. He died wow. of pneumonia. He was only 74 very interesting, but he's very, very critical of Fauci. Mm-hmm. Useless bit of information.
2: I saw a picture of Fauci standing with Mother Teresa. Oh yeah. And they look similar. And the, yeah, I think the it's his mother. said that Fauci, uh, they, they were supposing that uh, Mother Teresa was his mum. And I'm like, Wow.
1: <laughs> Isn't
2: Wow that's d- true, you know? And he's a Jesuit priest was the other d- d- part of it.
1: Well wasn't Fauci educated with the Jesuits? He's really pro Jesuit. Well, oh yeah, that's
2: that's what this guy was saying. I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, that's I'm what i would heard. Repeating, yeah. repeating what I heard. So, yeah,
1: I think he's he's um, on the downward slide. I would say that he will be ans- you know really answering some serious questions harder than Rand Paul. Mm. I think he'll end up going to trial because because uh, they they're basically saying that he withheld information that he knew about could have saved lives. And he withheld the the right. um, therapies that were saving lives, like hydroxychloroquine and zinc and ivermectin. Right. He knew about those, and he withheld that information. Yep. Right. So, you know, he's a baddie. We've got goodies and baddies, and he's definitely yeah. a baddie. He's definitely a baddie, right? Mm. Oh, yeah. Boys and girls, there's goodies and baddies. Do babies withhold information about how they can how lives can be saved? No, they don't.
2: Yeah, Fauci said in the next 2 years there will be a surprise outbreak. There is no doubt in anyone's mind about this.
0: But also there will be a surprise outbreak and I hope by the end of my relatively short presentation you will understand why history now the history of the last 32 years that I've been the director of NIAID will tell the next administration that there's no doubt in anyone's mind that they will be faced with the challenges that their predecessors were faced with.
1: Where years, would you dream that up? <laughs> uh, before it happened. <laughs> yeah. Right. Dodgy. Yeah. Uh, 2018 he's definitely behind though.
2: Gates publicly announced that a global, oh yeah, could wipe out, 30 million people.
0: We also face a new threat that the next epidemic uh, has a good chance of originating on a computer screen of a terrorist intent on using genetic engineering to create a synthetic version of the smallpox virus or a contagious, contagious and highly deadly strain of flu. Epidemiologists show through their models that a respiratory spread pathogen would kill more than 30 million people in less than a year. And there is a reasonable probability of that taking place in the years ahead.
2: Melinda Gates is divorcing that muck.
1: Yeah. Of
2: course she's gonna enter she's gonna... into billions of dollars too.
1: Yeah. She might to spend it. Bill all.
2: Gates is the world's number one number one vaccine dealer who has doubled his fortune of fifty billion dollars to over one hundred billion dollars simply by dealing in vaccines all over the world. And he's, he plays this so well, right? He's the good guy that's helping the people in Africa to die yeah. quickly. Yeah. They don't want him back. They don't want his they vaccines. Same thing.
1: So mm-hmm. why would we trust people that believe in, these same people believe in reducing the Earth's population. So why would we trust them right. with our health? Right. Wouldn't they want to make us sick? Wouldn't why it be in the interest to make us sick? Even mm-hmm. if it was over a long period of time, whether it was, um, right. slowly making you crook that you died and you weren't a, weren't a, weren't a, um, a drain on the social welfare um, or whether mm-hmm. it stopped you from, from uh, made you infertile so that you couldn't produce more useless eaters as they like to call uh, the rest of the world than right. uh, the elite useless eaters so as soon as you finish making tax money for them they don't really want you around they want you to die early. In fact, here, I noticed you, the other day you said that you you're, um, you, you get a pension from 62, the government pension, 62, superannuation. Um, we've got to wait now till 65. And they're thinking of putting it up to 67. Uh, um,
2: well, they have increments here. You can take it at 62, 65, 67, oh, 70. That's they a good idea. They prefer take it as late as possible. Oh. I, I don't. Uh, I did the math on it and it doesn't, uh, you know, based on the death rates, because you know, mm. most men die by, I think the average is 71. So, that's hey, bad. get Man, all you can terrible. while you can. You don't know you have tomorrow. So, no. Especially with the t- pandemic floating around. I've got a Bible and verse for that. Diapers on her feet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, boast not. Th- Where's this one found? John, you'll know. Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Is that Hebrews right. nine, twenty-seven?
2: I uh, I don't know,
1: brother. or is that whereas know. ye know no, no, not Hebrews what shall I, be on the morrow, he, for what is your life? It is but a vapour that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. Is that Hebrews mm-hmm. nine twenty-seven?
2: Oh uh, Hebrews nine twenty-seven is appointed once to die. Oh, day. yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah, ah, it's good to have someone that knows that their one, Bible.
2: I know, Oh, I just little parts that I, I use all the time in how we preach. Uh, I, know. I mean, I, I need to work on that. I haven't I haven't done enough study lately.
1: You got to sure. preach, otherwise sure. you never yes. never learn any new verses. Because <laughs> 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 when you've got to preach them, you've got to know them, don't you? No, no good quoting, gotta, badly quoting them. You've got to know
2: them. That's right.
1: What about the guys what, that can I preach mean, them and know surprised. where they are? They quote the verse as well, right. like like um yeah. Uh, who would be the best Might at that? Not. Micah, Mike yeah. Micah. yeah, Micah uh, Armstrong. That movie um, we talked about that the other day, um, one by Jesse Morrell, isn't he a great documentary filmmaker? Brother Micah, he, the movie. He is,
2: yeah, he uh, he really has a talent for that.
1: Yeah, I want him to get back to doing that. I really would. If you if you if you see him, encourage him to do some more of those. And and there's new I'll street preachers that. out there, and there's the old, you know, there's you. Oh, he hasn't yeah. done you yet. That would be a good one. No, yeah, you're, no, no. you're brilliant no, with the university too, students.
2: Too controversial, especially with that flatter thing that I got hanging on. Oh, head.
1: is that is that giving you some grief within the preaching community?
2: Ah, uh, they're not. I mean, they're very as long as they don't push it on them. They're very accepting. So
1: yeah, oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, isn't that good?
2: I don't. I yeah. I don't want to be pushy. No. But I have opportunities to speak to, you know, speak to them individually in small mm. groups. And so, uh, you know, the Lord gives me opportunity to witness that to them. So I, I do. I'm not ashamed of it. If And I tell them when I go out, because different preachers are, will be concerned. Well, brother, are you going to come out, you know, preaching flat earth when we go out? And I'll say, well, you know, I have no problem not doing that. But if somebody asks me directly, do I believe in flat earth? You don't expect me to lie about it, do you? And they uh-huh. say, of course not. So. Mm. If you're asked about, it, that's fine. Or if you're, you know, doing one to one, they are are agreeable to that too. So, but as soon as you do a one to one, that spreads through the crowd, and the crowd starts saying, "You guys are a bunch of flat earthers," and they're all looking at me like, well, and I a don't lot do of anything, them, but
1: a lot of Christians don't like mentioning it because they think, well, we they already think we're stupid, and you're just adding to it. Right. You you could be driving people away from the yeah. gospel. But I haven't found <laughs> that to be true. I've found that it actually brings people right. to a knowledge of the that's truth. That's Right. It, yep. That's right. Because the Hang truth. A second is brother. Like I'm going to grab,
2: uh, grab one of my references about that. You know, uh, let me okay. grab a reference about that real quick.
3: You're right, back. Yeah. The
2: yeah. reference I was talking about is called Like Clay Under the Seal by Pastor Dean Odell.
3: Ah.
2: Yeah. And Dean Odell is a pastor down in, in Alabama. hmm. It was so encouraging when I was first wondering on these things. Here's this pastor. He's got a, a full church and he's just openly
1: flat, openly flat all earth.
2: He's different thing.
1: No, yeah. Not the
2: flat earth, right? Good on him. Oh, yeah. He did not hold back. And unfortunately, you know, with YouTube shutting it all down, Google shutting it all down, it's hard to keep track of these guys. You forget, right? Yeah. So we'll say hi, Bobby. Hi. No, you don't want to do that? <laughs> we're talking to a guy from New Zealand, you know. Yeah, he says hi. My grandson says hi.
3: Hi. All right.
2: We're talking about um, how people would come, right? That's yeah. what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah whether, whether does Flat Earth um, drive people away or not?
2: Drives people away or does it draw them to? Okay, so here he's got scores, of testimonies from his websites. He couldn't list them all, but uh, people, Josh M. wrote, um, I was not sure about the existence of God. I was a science junkie. The Lord showed me the many lies of the world, then flat earth towards the latter part of my waking up. It sealed the deal for me. I know the Bible is truth, and I will never again question the existence of our Lord Jesus Christ. What? What? Hallelujah, because you, you have people that have been bamboozled by a system that doesn't make sense. Just That's right, in a
1: common, scientism.
2: You know, people talk about common sense, right? But in, yeah. a, in a common way, if they, you look at the world and go, that doesn't make sense. There'd be a spinning ball and the water sticks to it. That doesn't yeah. make sense. But then we have all these very complicated equations that explain it all mm. away, really. Without the
1: sure. equations, i have got nothing. And the CGI. Right. CGI and equations is all they've got.
2: Oh, and and you know, um, Tesla said something along those effects.
3: they. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember. Uh, what was it? In in university, and our uh, public speech, one oh one, and the lady said, "You know, public speech people they they'd rather die than publicly speak." That's and, oh, right. That, that seems stupid. Yeah, ask me. That seems awfully stupid. You've got to throw them into what? it because it's fearful.
1: Feel. You've got to be throw your kids towards right. fear, I reckon, because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a silly mm-hmm. yeah, fear I to have so. public speaking.
0: It's uh, not a It's not right. a good
1: fear. And I think it's from the enemy because the enemy doesn't want us to speak forth. And I that's think right. there's a fear there. It's a fear of man. Fear of, fear of man. That's fear of what exactly man will what think is. of us.
2: And that's why people don't share their faith either. Mm. You think about it. So a man, it's a fear of man's a snare, and so the devil wants to ensnare Christians to shut up already. Yeah, stop judging
1: people. I, I heard, I read it was about supposed my to be family, the best about my my great great my great grandfather, and you know, people said, oh, he was a great pattern, you know, for the Lord, and he was very involved with the his church and and um, helping people, always helping people. And one of them said, you know, he he never he never needed to preach or quote a verse, but you know. Hmm. I think that is a really, really wrong thing for her to say about my great granddad yeah. because he did preach mm. and um, he yeah. used to yeah, he write his verses. Yeah, he, he preached a lot and he quoted verses all the time. Um, but for her to say that, I mean, maybe he didn't to her. But see, I don't think that's a good thing if you don't preach and teach and open your mouth and quote verses because you're you're saying, well, this is my reference. This is my authority for what I'm what I'm saying. The authority is an external authority outside of me. It's not really my my authority. It's the, this right. is what the scriptures say. And right. I think it's really good to do that. But this lady, she was right. a revelation saying, yeah. it's almost denigrating, speaking right. forth the word of it, life.
2: Right. Well, God's gonna it's give pity. an account for that.
1: Yeah. That's that's it
2: is a pity that people would think that way. Yeah. Or they would take a, it was an Augustine's statement of, you know if necessary, use words. That's baloney.
1: That is baloney.
2: God's word is Mm. is just pure baloney because we're supposed to speak forth God's words Mm. and then let our good works follow. I have no problem with the idea of doing good things. I definitely disagree with St. Augustine if he was the one that said that.
1: But you can't do good things God, at the expense of not, you know, in, in lieu of being quiet and not opening your mouth and speaking forth. You must do both. Right. Not because
2: low. you're ashamed of God's word. I mean, if you're honest about it, that's what it's all about. Yeah. So I don't know what people today. think of you. Right. That's all about that. Yeah. So went to this uh, local, I won't mention the business name, but a, a, a pretty, very successful business here in Tennessee and Kentucky. And uh, the guy's name is everywhere over his trucks. Okay and big, bold letters, no problem, right? So I'm talking to one of the lead managers at the plant there. I said, you know, I I noticed that you guys had a a billboard frame out there, and I want to put Jesus's name. I'm a Christian. I want to put Jesus's billboard out there, put his name bigger than this name over here. He goes, oh, well, the owner of the The business. He's a Christian, and I I think he would like that double double double-sided billboard, and it's lighted. All I have to do is buy the. I shouldn't have to do this. He should want to do that. Maybe he he will. We'll see. Pray about it. Oh, good. That the owner of this. Uh, I have. I've left a message for the owner. I haven't talked to him yet. So Mm. pray for us about that. Yeah. That he would say yes. Bring it in here and let's get this thing mounted up. So it's a double-sided billboard on a very very busy highway. And it'd just be perfect if we could, if we could get it up there. So I've been praying about that billboard for a couple of years now, actually. And there was another one, uh, actually that one's a double billboard, neglected, same problem, right? So I would come in with a man lift and go in and uh, me and my, uh, pastor Paul, we would take and, uh, do whatever reconstruction and replacing rotted wood, whatever we need to do, put some galvalume on there to make it nice and sturdy and then bolt these, uh, well, very large lag screws with washers in through PVC into the Galva loom to hold these big rubber banners in place. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful printed banners. I can send you some pictures of it. But, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm – and uh, my brother's up in Ohio, uh, Brother John Williams. You want to talk to him sometime, but mm. – uh, he's open to Flat Earth and, uh, and his pastor, uh, Jacob, they have 16 billboards in Dayton, Ohio, in the surrounding communities, 16, 16, large, bold, 16, brother. Oh. And either the um, the billboard company is either taking the whole thing, giving it to them for free. They just provided the banner. Is
1: that when they don't or have an advertiser?
2: They're doing like, yeah, or they're doing like a, a, a partial, like they pay 25% or 50% of the cost of the billboard per month. And some of these billboards, I mean, they're in places that uh, people spend $10,000 a month on a billboard. Oh, I'm not yeah. talking about the, the ones that are lighted and, yeah, the, the digital ones. I'm talking uh, about just a regular billboard in the right place. Woo, yeah. hee-hee, brother. That stuff makes <laughs> sense. That's good. Uh, you know, it makes sense. Publishing the, lift up the Jesus, yeah. Yeah, publishing the word of God, the name of Jesus, publishing the word of God. And I think the Greek word is Euclidio. So to publish the word of God would be like gospel tracks or yeah. Bible commentaries or, or signs and billboards and uh, yeah. those types of things. You get, uh, I still remember, brother, this is maybe a, a week or two before I was converted and I'm wondering about my soul and I'm in heavy traffic in Hawaii on H1 and stop and go and i look up uh from my kind of daydreaming wondering about life kind of things right Mm. the the futility of life and there's this Mm. bumper sticker now it's ragged it's torn it's dirty and no no it just says jesus christ right that's all it stopped me dead in my tracks brother i was like what yeah, because I'm wondering within my soul, yeah, you know, what is the answer here? Because I'm, you know, I'm getting rid of stuff. I'm cleaning my act up, but the Holy Spirit still says, oh, you're still not clean. Yeah, like in New Zealand, he would have said, you're still not clean, mate. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so yeah, you're still not clean. Get rid of this. You're still not clean. What do I have to do? And then I, I looked to the sun in my heart, my mind on that cross. Oh boy, it broke my heart. And that's what we have to have, a broken heart. We talked about that before in another show too, I think.
1: So were you trying to clean up your life without that um, uh, broken understanding of Christ's death for you?
2: That's right. I, I was cleaning up my life because I was afraid I was going to hell. Right. God, had put, God had put a fear of him within me. And I kept having dreams and nightmares about going to hell and burning forever Wow. and being rejected by God. That was my, the worst part of my uh, nightmare. And I was having this dream uh, over and over again. I was having a dream that I, my funeral, the only person that would come is my, our eldest daughter. And she would come and she would cry at the funeral, not because she loved me or missed me. But because she realized how futile my life was with nobody coming to my funeral, caring enough about me because I was such a wretched, ragged, putrid human being. I had just uh, ostracized and alienated so many people in my life. So, uh, you know, through my hatred, basically, just hating God and hating people. Uh,
3: um, I would never thank yeah, you, so, you for so
2: that. Like, oh, well, I, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, now, brother, <laughs> and your old it's site. different now. Yeah. yeah it's different anyway so so the uh yeah he kept convicting me convincing me of these things and it wasn't until i i asked him the question this is a few days or a week before i was converted i said well lord why why would you send your son to die for me like that and the holy spirit because i love you that's why i came to do this for you uh-huh. and that that's that's what that, you know seeing that suffering servant uh, of the father and and you know the the father's love manifested through the son the holy spirit describing these things to me and i was you know i was told you before i was talking to him for months before i was converted out loud you know i said well i can't do that i love i love that stuff well you're going to hell then yeah, god's going to reject you and you know i <laughs> am i crazy what's what's my problem but. I didn't think that at the time. I wasn't thinking, oh, I'm crazy because I'm talking to myself and answering myself because I knew I wasn't talking to myself. I was talking to another person who was trying to warn me about hell, warn me about God's justice. And, you know, it wasn't somebody from the church that came out to warn me. Unfortunately.
1: Who came out to warn you? And that's
2: why that Holy Spirit.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. thought.
2: Yeah so so the uh and that's why when jesus told such an important passage in my testimony in john 16 8 where jesus said you know i must go away but if i go away i'll send you the holy ghost the comforter and he will convince the world convict the world of sin righteousness and judgment to come and and so those three things if if a christian is not witnessing to the world about those three things you're either constraining the holy spirit you're limiting what he wants to do through you and speaking these truths to the world or you're ashamed of it you don't do it at all or you do more than that you know, you, you are you know trying to convince the world of other things that aren't important you know side issues yeah so the reason why i don't think biblical cosmology is a side issue i know mm-hmm. many many christians will cast this well i don't have time to study it's not that important but Romans one says it's important because creation speaks of the creator. Yeah. So if if we're misdescribing or misrepresenting God's description of creation, then we're misrepresenting Him. Yeah. And, uh, you And know, whether it's a willful or you're just a you know kind of ashamed of it, it's too far, it's too much. Hey, I studied it for four years before I came to it. Well, I, I mean, I, I was progressing
1: towards it. I was like. It, it was the, the camera. I bought the camera that did it for me. I bought the p uh, I mm. bought a P one thousand. Right, went out and I. Yep. was I had my boat on the other side of the harbour, yep. seven nautical miles away, and. Yep. I could see the boot topping. You know what a boot topping is. So, that, uh, it's, a, it's like ship. anti. It's anti fouling, but it's just above the waterline. So mm-hmm. it's a wee bit harder than normal anti fouling. Below the waterline. So what, yeah. it's the anti that goes on above the waterline. And uh, so I could see the boot topping where well, you shouldn't be able to even see the the top of the cabin. You shouldn't even be able to see the mast right. from seven nautical miles away mm. because the camera I had mm-hmm. was down close to the water. I think it was four, my camera's, my f- microphone's going in and out. Um, I think it was four, four foot, three, three or four foot off the water. So I allowed for that mm-hmm. and I could still see, I could see everything. Mm-hmm. I could see the boat wakes. Right. One that way on the other side where there's seven i don't know why i'm zooming in and out can you hear that microphone coming and going i don't know no why what it's doing there. that yeah not, not um bad. i could see these um boat, boat wakes We well, you shouldn't be able to see boat wakes that are even even four four miles away you shouldn't be able to see them should you right but like everything
2: feels off it's you know six feet a six foot tall man at three, his horizons at three miles. So yeah, yeah, the weight should have already disappeared by then.
1: Yeah, so I could see the whole. And that lot.
2: was one of the things that broke broke uh, my intellectual stigma about it was the curvature formula. Yeah. You know, when I realized that it's well, this is an exponential thing; it has to be, or it doesn't. That's enough for it's me. Fall. It becomes a very, it's a very long arc instead of the approximately twenty seven thousand mile globe. You know, so yeah, in order to meet that, it's gotta get exponentially curved as it goes. And when you realize that, it's like, okay, that that completely flies in the face of what I'm seeing here. Yeah. And then we were seeing, of course, that time, this is 2015, 2016. Yep. Yep. And uh, at that time all uh, the rockets, the amateur rockets and balloons were going up. Yeah, and I'm showing panoramic views of flatness and hot spots with the sun and things like that. Yeah. And just this explosion of YouTube channels, and it's all gone now, and people challenging it's all gone now. Yeah. Mm. yeah, suppressed. Yeah, the sheep, sheep have been brought back under control, right?
1: Yeah, you know, it's like, um, yeah. the whole thing with the vaccines you can't people can you hear me?
2: Yeah, I can hear you good.
1: Yeah, uh, I just wonder why it's going in and out like that. Uh, so, yeah, with the vaccines, people aren't getting the information. They're not getting the fact that people are getting really sick and dying from the vaccine. They're not They're not getting information from, like, that Anthony, uh, Mike, Mike Yeadon, who was a former vice, uh, Pfizer uh, vice president. He'd been with the company 17 years. He's not an anti-vax. He loves vaccines, but he likes safety. He said you're 50 times more likely to die of COVID than you are uh, of – sorry, 50 times more likely to die of a vaccine than you are of COVID. Because mm-hmm. it just it's just not safe. Wow. Yeah, he's the vaccine okay, guy. So I
2: found I found that uh, yeah, that's that's really that's really in the horse's mouth is speaking there, right? Yeah, so right from it's the a really horse's mouth. Guy. The guy who's in the know. He's a really bright guy. A, a VP of a uh, of Pfizer. Yeah, making probably a million dollars a year. Who
1: knows? And he's, oh, he's got, got his own company, three hundred fifty kind of million Republic. dollar company. <laughs> he sold it for. Hmm. Yeah, he because when he wow. left Pfizer ten years ago. He set up his own company oh, cool. and he's, wow. he just sold it for it. He's not allowed to disclose the actual figure, but uh, he said that the leaked amount was <laughs> 350,000 or 350 million, 350 million, I should say. And so, mm-hmm. but he yeah. is, he was top of his class. He's like double, double on student and, and um, really brainy guy. And he said, there is no reason. There's no need to be giving people vaccines for this when we've got v- perfectly good um, therapeutics, like he mentioned, ivermectin, uh, like uh, COVID, um, sorry, the um, the first one, hydroxychloroquine and zinc, hydroxychloroquine vitamin right. D3, all those things, he said, there is no need. Zinc, zinc. Yeah, no need. And he said, you don't always have to give them zinc. It's only if there's a sort of a de- 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 deficiency, I think, that they need a bit of zinc. Uh-huh.
2: Uh, okay, so here's a cool quote from Nikola Tesla from the New York Times Magazine. July 11th, 1935, page 28, column 8. Now, this is, this is footnoted very well in it. So, the theory of, this is Tesla, Nikola Tesla, okay? The theory of right. relativity wraps all these errors and fallacies and clothes them in magnificent mathematical garb, which fascinates, dazzles, and makes people blind to the underlying errors. The theory is like a beggar clothed in purple, whom ignorant people take for a king. Its exponents are very brilliant men, but they are metaphysicists rather than
1: scientists. Ah, He's talking about um, statements. um, Einstein. Einstein. Yes. Yeah.
2: Talking about Einstein. That's right. Get some other quotes by Tesla here. Just pull up a few more here. Okay. Humanity is not sufficiently advanced to be willingly led by the discoverer's keen searching sense. Perhaps it is better in this present world of ours that a revolutionary idea or inventions, instead of being helped and padded, be hampered and ill-treated in its adolescence by want of means, by selfish interest, pedantry, stupidity, and ignorance. that it be attacked and stifled, that it pass through bitter trials and tribulations through the strife of commercial existence. So do we get our light. So all that was great in the past was ridiculed, condemned, combated, suppressed, only to converge all the more powerfully, all the more triumphantly from the struggle. So here uh, Tesla is holding a very large light bulb, probably, Eight inches in diameter in his hand, hmm. fully illuminated. Full, the light bulb is full, and there's no wires going to it, brother. He is the electromagnetic conductor of electricity to that light bulb.
1: Do we know how he did that?
2: I, I he like, has extensive writings and research, and no, I don't know where that is. We're able to I'm replicate at the that? picture of it right here.
1: Because that's ah, what that's that's pretty much what the what we think the moon is doing. The sun is doing to the moon, or yeah, it's it's being um, it's it's glowing on its own, isn't it? it? Just gets brighter and brighter, and then it gets, gets it's almost like it goes across the moon, isn't it? Like this plasma ball, mm-hmm. this 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 light, like a it's like a bulb, isn't it? The moon, and it just it right. just starts off and just goes across, and it and it gives the appearance that it's actually the Earth shadowing it, isn't it? Sometimes. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. But, uh, Let me
2: find yeah. a different quote. Let's see.
1: Nikolai oh, Tesla.
2: Nikolai Tesla. All mm. right. The day science begins to study non physical phenomena, it will make more progress in one decade than in all the previous centuries of its existence. So he's wow. talking about non physical phenomena like electromagnetic radiation or electromagnetic energy. You know, the toroidal sphere, we talked about that on one of your earlier shows.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I looked up some yeah. images of that. That's pretty interesting. Those images, the shapes of them. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: And so that shape, although it, it's kind of a sphere, doesn't mean that the earth, which means dirt in the Bible, mm. is a ball. No. It simply means that the, those electromagnetic energies are moving through the deep, the abyss, the deep, the mantle, the mountains, and... And, you know, going down at the center pole, we described that before, out through the oceans, through the earth, back up the firmament to the top where God's throne is in the north, Mm. and then down again, as the sun and the moon does their dance around the center axis of the face of the earth.
1: Around the maypole. That's what those maypole dances are about. You know, Uh,
2: it must be something pagan, I think.
1: Yeah, the Celts used to That's do it. Something pagan. It, it was, but I think it was symbolic of the um of the the North Pole, the pole, and the, and the dance that the moon and the sun did. And oh, the same with the, the hare nice. and the turtle, tur- tortoise, that was supposed to be mm-hmm. representative of the moon and the sun, the monthly dance.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Nice.
1: Pagan Here's the another
2: stars. great quote. Yeah,
1: pagan. From cool. Tesla. Yeah.
2: No, this one isn't from Tesla. This one is from... I probably will slaughter his name, but (laughs) let's see here. He's a Japanese fellow, I think.
1: Oh, he's a recent scientist, uh, is he?
2: uh, Yeah, he's recent. He's current. uh, Michio Kaku is his name. He says there's a crisis in cosmology. That's right. Since we're off by a factor of 10 to the power of 120... This is the largest mismatch between theory and experiment in the history of science. That's physicist Michio Kaku. He's that, got all these formulas on the. He's that Japanese, Japanese yeah,
1: long haired Japanese scientist hair, right? Yeah, I've seen him.
2: Yeah, he's got all these formulas behind him on the on the board.
1: He seems the brightest, brighter ones of all. Most of the ones I've looked at. Like you look at someone like Neil deGrasse Tyson, he's he just comes across right. to me as he's just an actor. Doesn't really know, he's just like right. a, a smooth, smooth-talking actor. Right. Knows a little bit about, right. a little bit about science and stuff. Mm, but he certainly. he's got a hatred oh, of flat earthers. He's yeah. really denigrating, eh? Mm-hmm. And he, and his arguing, his reasoning against them is really so yeah. childlike. Right. You know, like oh well, the, right. the ships yeah. disappear over the <laughs> I mean, we've ref- yeah. flat earthers refuted that like day yeah. one. We're just Bible Earthers.
2: Well, should we get we, back to the... Yeah, should we get uh, I always come back to that. It's back to homos. To
1: talk about these things, but.
2: No, no, no. The, <laughs> the, the pandemic.
1: Yeah, uh, I think so. That's really key. At the moment.
2: Uh, it's Sodom and Gomorrah judgment month. Yeah. But... Uh, hmm. Okay. So where were we? Let's talk about pandemic
3: again. Pandemic. Hmm. What time is it, mate? Let's see. Yeah. Uh it must be late
1: for you. It's um two o'clock here. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Must be what, ten o'clock? Hmm. Is it ten where you are? Eleven. Oh, is so it's it? Nine. Mm-hmm. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. Oh. I have to. I can never work it out. I just thought I could just add eight hours or something, but I, it's, I'm always. I never. <laughs> but I have to go online and look up t- Central Standard Time, and then it comes up mm. and tells me the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be about right. Oh. Because we started at 1230.
2: This, right. This is a really interesting quote. You know, Dr. Kissinger, the very famous politician.
1: Yeah. Henry Kissinger.
2: Says once, yeah, Harry, Dr. Henry Kissinger is right. And uh, I think he's died now.
1: Henry. Oh, yeah, I'll find he, he actually went and spoke yeah. to Trump when he first got in in 2016.
2: Let's find out. Here's a, here's a quote from Dr. Kissinger. He says, once the herd accepts mandatory forcible vaccination, it's game over. They will accept anything, forcible blood or organ donation, for the greater good. We can genetically modify children and sterilize them for the greater good. Good great. Control sheep minds and you, yeah. Can, he said this at a, at a conference too. Um, control sheep minds and you control the herd. Vaccine makers stand to make billions, and many of you in this room today are investors. It's a big win-win. We thin <sighs> out the herd, and the herd pays us for providing extermination services. Good now, grief. Huh? Yes, yeah, so he said this at, a, at a, a conference where they were about to eat lunch. The last thing he says, now what's for lunch, huh?
1: <laughs> what he... Sick. Yeah, that's sickening, in it? Yeah, Sick. he's still alive. Born in uh, 1923, he's still going. Right. He's well, still alive. Yeah. With
2: the, with the death of centenarian George Soltz in February 2021, Kissinger is the oldest living former U.S. cabinet member and the last survivor. He's still alive, brother.
1: How are they keeping yeah. this guy alive? We got some. Oh, I won't say. Yeah, my 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 father. He he actually thought that, that Henry Kissinger might be the Antichrist. Huh. That's what he thought of wow. him.
2: He got a bronze star. He was a sergeant.
1: He's in pretty the old. Army from 1923. Uh, oh yeah, 1923.
2: He's almost a hundred. Battle He's of the Bulge. That's where he got his. Uh, that's where he got his bronze star at the Battle of the Bulge. The last big German uh, advance. There's oh, yeah. Back to the, yep, yep, the yep, Allied yep, yep, lines yep. in Germany there.
1: Yeah, I've heard of that.
2: Near the uh, Arden Forest, I think.
1: Yeah. Jewish oh, refugee. Boy. The reason my dad thought he might be Antichrist because he believed that the uh, the Antichrist has to be a Jew. Only a Jew could hmm. put a, set up an image in the temple.
3: Hmm.
1: An unbelieving hmm. Jew. But I think he'll be a homosexual because says he doesn't regard women.
2: Oh, really? Where does uh, it say that?
1: Uh, daniel I think. Um, daniel daniel 11 wow yeah here we go uh, neither shall he regard the god of his fathers nor the desire of women nor regard any god for he shall magnify himself above all daniel 1137 so i don't know the nor the desire so he has no regard for his the god of his fathers capital g so it's our the real God, the God of the Jews, God of Christians, right. nor the desire of women. It's just one little verse, trying to make a doctrine out of it. You know what we like.
2: Yeah, I saw a <laughs> picture of Balfemet <laughs> with like eight breasts and male, male organ organelia.
1: It's like a goddess or God, isn't it? With all the mm. breasts, isn't it? Isn't that some Indian god, deity?
2: Yep, yep. They're all... I mean, it's always the devil, right? One. Yeah, the devils want to be worshipped. Yeah. yeah, they inhabit the statues because they they know the people will worship the statues, mm. things made by the, the hands of men. Mm. So they go inhabit the statues and receive the worship. So these demon temples that all over the world that are filled with statues, like the Roman Catholics, like the uh,
1: and yeah, Buddhists,
2: uh, Hindus, the Buddhists especially, yeah, yeah. bow down and burn incense and kowtow and it's all that nonsense yeah that sounds
1: i had a really good one i had all the quote they had the quote that you quoted from gates you said it and then i had his actual quote saying it little like a little uh, clip and then i had yeah gates i had fauci i had all those quotes that you had i had them all ready to go ready to upload and then i spelt the coffee over the table where my state drive was sitting, and it oh. just went, oh, and that
3: gosh. was
1: it. Wow,
2: <laughs> that's really hard.
1: That's a bit tough, but it's made me think. Yeah. You know, you put all your energy into non-Christian things. Why don't you put some energy and just let focus on doing what we're doing with this 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 talk, this program, talking about the Lord, talking right. about. Bible, I think that's mm-hmm. where I should have my energies focused in these last days, not Good. not worrying about you know, right, political things, right. although they do yes. entertain tie in. But got to bring it all, yes. bring it yes. back yes. to yes. salvation and yes. eh? the gospel,
3: right?
1: Amen. Mm.
2: Right? Seek ye first the kingdom of God, mm. yeah, Matthew six thirty three. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you.
1: Yeah. yeah. All
2: right, brother. Well, I think I'm going to have to retire. The
1: yeah, evening. I'm going to have to go and move or the cows. I'm going to take little... <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I'm going to take a, to oh, take a to gun with me next it... time I get out there looking for that pig. Get yeah, that pig right. Oh.
2: What uh, What's the status of your dam?
1: oh (laughs) i don't want to look uh it could just be surface you know just like a build-up of surface or it Mm. could be the dam um
2: has it still been raining
1: no it sort of stopped but um uh, yeah boy if that blows out that's going to muck us up if it blows up i'll just there is a there is a keyway for it which is quite wide it's probably about Mm. 10 foot keyway. It's, but it's up it hasn't even reached that level yet mm. where it can just overflow and run down the hill but um right. yeah i might have ruined the dam by cutting into the lower side of it too much to get the road in i might have been mm. better having it steeper instead of trying to make my road not so steep so yeah, yeah that would really mess me up that'd be a bit expensive to fix too and i'd have to wait till the i'd have to wait till the summer I don't even know how if I'd get how I'd get in. I'd have to empty the, you know i have to drain the dam, and then rebuild the road, and then I'd have to somehow probably have to put a liner on the dam so that moisture couldn't leak out of it, right. and then I'd have to fill the dam up and then put rocks, like you say, and really build it up and retain it properly. Yeah. Because when that clay gets really sodden, all of a sudden it just gives way. Eh? Yeah.
2: Yep. But uh, therefore, take no thought for tomorrow. <laughs> no thought for your dam. <laughs> I just encourage you, brother. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I want you to be cautious around the dam, but be careful with that thing. But ah. uh, pray. I think the the answer is pray for pray. For the Lord would dry it up. Pray the Lord would uh, hold it yeah. in place. You know, He can for sure. So yeah. I, let me share one last thing. Uh, I'll, I'll let you go, brother. Yeah. But uh, yesterday, yesterday or day before, maybe. So I'm, I'm out on the back. We have a beautiful Lanai. You know what a Lanai, lanai is? No. In, in hawaiian it's a, it's a porch so we have a second oh. story porch and uh the, we had just gotten we we're doing a rebuild on the back of our house but so we have the second story porch and it's about 800 square feet beautiful porch oh that's huge a poor yes yeah, huge so a beautiful porch that uh we poured on the second level i had to have it pumped up to the second level okay and the guys cool. are up there working furiously. To get, yeah, it was really cool. I've never, mm-hmm. I've never participated in that. So it, it's been, it was kind of a cool experience. But we had a beautiful second story port. So we're out there uh, the other day with our grandchildren having time together. And it was kind of rainy last couple of days. And so I told them about the story of Jesus snoozing my grandson, my granddaughter, three-year-old grandson. Four, uh, she'll be five-year-old mm. my granddaughter. Lydia, I, I said, Well, I want to tell you a story about Jesus sleeping in the boat. But I tell the story and <laughs> do all kinds of sound effects and things like that. And, <laughs> and yeah, I, I I depict Jesus <laughs> snoozing in the boat, right? They're all, <laughs> all laughing and giggling, right? I said, and then the the disciples they were worrying, they were getting scared that you know the, the waves are crashing, they're afraid the boat's gonna sing. Master, please wake up. We're gonna, we're all gonna die. So Jesus wakes up and he says, peace, yeah, I yelled it, peace, be still, I, I yelled it loud, so it's echoing in all the hollers, right, and the children, <laughs> they, they were surprised, and they backed <laughs> off a foot or two, right, yeah. and uh, I told them that story, right, they were very fascinated with it, I said, so here, Jesus proved himself to be God by controlling the weather, and I said, do you know that, that you can ask God to make the rain stop, I can Oh, okay, I'm going to tell God to stop the rain. So she tells God, God, stop the rain. So said, no, 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 you don't understand. We don't tell God anything. We ask him. So then she, by faith, asked God, will you please make it sunny? Brother, do you know in just a few minutes, the rain stopped and the sun <laughs> came out.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. And
2: she started, it was beautiful, brother. Is she enough. started dancing around, God, yeah, God did it, God God made the sun come out. He stopped the rain and made the sun come out. Beautiful. And then we explained to you, so you know what well, God, he does do that to show himself power, but he doesn't have to do it. No. Uh-huh. He knows what's best for all of his creatures. And if we still needed rain He still, he may not answer your prayer right now, but it's not because he doesn't want to answer your prayers because he knows what's best for all of us. Mm-hmm. So maybe we need a little bit more rain or, you know, so she, uh, had a hard time understanding that, but she was just thrilled that she prayed and God answered her so obviously. It was fantastic, really, mm. just beautiful. Good story. Anyway, yeah, we really had a good time out there, and mm. our grandson Bubby was—he was kind of amazed too. He didn't <laughs> I, it well. I thought
1: you got going to tell me you had problems with your foundations, <laughs> all the rain. No, <laughs> oh no, imagine that. No, no, yeah. Oh, brother? All right, brother. Good. God bless you. Yeah. You. Well, we'll do it again next week. If all is willing. Sorry, man. Okay, thanks for uh, that. Very much, John.